Bob Howdy and welcome listeners to Ernest Goes to Podcast, Ernest Extra number seven. I'm Aaron, this is David. Hello again. We're here with even more to say about Haver and It's My Family album. That's true. First of all, we had a lot of questions when we watched. <laughs> Don't we always? Well, yes, but answerable questions this time. I guess that's true. That's we true. had a lot of questions about Haver and It's My Family album. Yeah. So we got some answers. A few people answered this question and thank you very much. Ah, uh, yes. Talking weird guy. Who, who is weird talking guy? Well, it is. He settled down in there. It was God darn wannabe. Weird talking guy, as we called him. Accurately. This impression that Jim Barney's doing. It is an actor named Walter Brennan. Correct. A really good actor. I checked him out. I was watching him perform in a movie called Swamp Water. Oh, I, I watched that clip. It's like being dead all these years. Now you're, you're telling me to come back to life again. He was really good. He's pretty spot on. Yeah. And yeah, a very, very good actor. And it seems like he was known for kind of like Western roles, especially in yeah. the, the mid uh, 20th century. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Didn't he win like three Oscars or something? Something like that, I think. Yeah, he was very good. Thanks to everyone who uh, pointed out what, who that guy's voice Thanks was all about. Thanks to everyone who uh, yeah, told us who uh, that guy was. We're always yeah, relying on you to give us the answers we don't have. Every goddamn one of you. <laughs> also, uh, Louis Nera pointed out on Twitter a few things. Ace's puffy pants. Jodpers. They're called jodpers. Now, here's the thing. They're pants for writing. Yes. Ace flies a plane. Correct. Why he wear puffy pants? I mean, we just rolled right from one answer into a brand new question. <laughs> Listeners, if you know why jodpers are... Why do people that are not riding horses wear jodpers? Uh, that's a great question. I don't know. what. Is there a functional uh, purpose to the shape of those pants? I'm assuming he's flying a biplane. Mm. Maybe the thing he's sitting on is similar to a horse saddle. It's possible. It's possible. They need the same kind of pants. This is the most ignorant discussion we've ever had. <laughs> like, as little as we know, I don't think we've known less about anything. Listeners, if you can tell us what horses are, <laughs> just send a tweet or a message at us. We'd really appreciate that, too. Also, we talked about what was censored from Haver and It's My Family album. Correct. One of the things being a flag with, like, a Native American symbol. Like we, a profile of a stereotypical Native American head. Inside a, a little nose sign. Like the like, Ghostbusters logo. Turns out that that symbol. There was kind of like an insignia. It's an emblem, actually, for Wrath Blackhawk Bacon. Interesting. So it's... It's literally a symbol taken from a brand of bacon, and then they just put it huh. inside the circle and put it... A... Were they one of uh, the clients of Cardin <laughs> and Sherry? Oh, I don't know about that. I think it's just a reference. Interesting, interesting. Uh, you know, we clearly misjudged. Oh, yeah. Corporal I mean, David, he, he just they're didn't just like anti-bacon. Bacon. Yeah, yeah, nothing that's racial clearly, about it. Yeah. What were some of the <laughs> other answers that we got? I think that was the extent of our questions. Oh, cool, yeah. So thank you, everyone. I knew people would know. Honestly, as the co-host of this podcast, it prevents me from having to do research if yeah. I can just pass the buck on to you guys at home. So thank you for that. You know what I thought? You were talking about cosplaying Auntie Nelda. Yeah. I want to be Billy Boogie Warrell. There I you want go. To, I have to wear his outfit at some point. It's so cool. It's weird. We were watching the Billy Boogie segment again. I didn't realize that there were actually carnies like that. And you're telling me there are. Oh, yeah. No, I, I think one of the strengths of all of Jim Varney's performances is that he's pulling character bits from real life. They're and observational. Sort of, yeah, characters. exactly. And he's sort of like embellishing on them or taking the yeah. funny thing and then dialing it from like 
3 to 11 and doing it in a very satisfying way that I think makes it um, you believe the, the reality of the character without even necessarily knowing that people like that exist yeah. in real life. Yeah, I totally buy him. Yeah. But yeah, I never I, I've never I don't think I've ever been to a carnival. Really? I've been to amusement parks like big ones. Sure. But not like a traveling kind of oh, yeah. carnival. No, 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 no. Or maybe I have a vague memory of walking through one as like a six year old, but not. They would pop up around where I grew up every once in a while. I would love to meet a Billy Boogie World. Yeah, I bet you would. <laughs> <laughs> Just for a quick spin. On the Scrambler? Just for a quick spin on the Scrambler. <laughs> Nothing, you know, permanent. Sure. I mean, he does have to be home uh, <laughs> yeah. with a loaf of bread. Yeah. You actually really liked Wretch World, too. I did. Wretch World segment reminded me, and this is kind of a weird reference to make, but it reminded me of a lot of, like, Star Trek The Next Generation episodes where they'd just, like, go to the holodeck. the holodeck. Yeah. And... Because it's old-timey? Well, yeah. It's like, <laughs> it, what it is is it's an excuse to see characters or performances from someone yeah. in, like, in the same way that the Ernest films are like, oh, let's take Ernest, this ad pitch man, and what if he hung out with Santa? So what if he went to camp? Context. And so, yeah. so doing that, but putting them in, like, a different time period, I think, is always interesting. It's like, that oh, is fun, what if it? Worf was in Robin Hood's <laughs> Band of Merry Men? What would that be like? What if Data was Sherlock Holmes, you know? So this is a, what if a Worrell was in... The 1800s. Yeah. And I just imagine that, like, Doc Brown and Marty are just, like, right outside the saloon. Yeah, it's fun, isn't it? Yeah. I would actually love... Oh, man, you know what you missed out on? What? An earnest time travel movie. Ba, ba, no. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that music is the rim shot for time travel jokes <laughs> in the same way that everything that goes horribly awry in Hey Vern, It's Ernest is just like, oh, there it is. Yeah, but imagine Ernest in the 1800s. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh. we, we kind of don't have to imagine it. We sort of got it. You're right. But no, you know what? Rich is dumb. He's straight up dumb. He's so incredibly stupid. (laughs) Wretch, idiot. (laughs) He is straight up dumb. His name is Wretch, which is kind of great. Yeah, I really like that sketch. Yeah, Yeah. you're right. One of the other things I wanted to bring up in relation to the World Family album is a thing that Josh Mindtree posted on our Facebook wall once. And it was that 8x10 photo of like a bunch of the Jim Varney characters with a, a thing next to it that said the World Family. Huh. Okay. I know what you're talking about, but it wasn't from Hey Vern, It's My Family album. It was not. And it was not all worlds because it's Dr. Just... Otto is there and Auntie Nelda is right. there. So there's two things I want to say about this. One is that I think all of my knowledge of Ernest Things coming before and that photo kind of colored what I expected the world oh, family that is weird. album to be. I told rather, you to disregard that photo. You did. But the other thing I was thinking about that photo was, do you think at some point there was like a pitch idea for like a world family show? Oh, man. And that was like a promotional photo for it? No. No. <laughs> Because that's what, like, no. in, in, in thinking about it again, I was like, that's what it kind of looks like. It looks like like a press photo from, like, a press kit, like an 8 by 10 Like, hey, but we're pitching like, some ideas. I thought that they had just Photoshopped that more recently. It looked like an older kind of photo. Maybe you're right. I was going to say that it was a promotional photo for, for Your World As I See It, which is where all those characters oh. are from. Oh, that's possible. Because his brother, Ernest's brother, who we haven't gotten to yet because these comes later. Ernest's brother. Hold on a, hold on a second. Yeah. Ernest has a brother? <laughs> what are you do what are you doing to me right now? I don't How is like, this the first not, time I've heard about this? See, we're getting into things that are not happening yet. There's <laughs> further on in the Ernest Canon, there's something called Your World as I see it. Auntie Nelda's in it. There's a character in it named Koi, there's another character in it named Bunny Jeanette. And 
they are ostensibly Ernest's brother and sister, but it's never like explicitly said. Is Bunny like that hairdresser kind That's of character? That's what she is. Yeah, because she's, she's in, in Scared Stupid. Scared Stupid. Oh, oh, wow, this is. It's, I know. You're getting blowing gnarly. my mind right now, Aaron. I can't even tell you. <laughs> Well, that's what I mean. Like, you can't really... Sometimes characters are related to Ernest. Sometimes they're not. So, I'm sorry. So, getting back to what we were originally talking about. Right. That photo made you expect something like that from Haver and It's My Family album? I think so. I... Yeah. Yeah, no. It's nothing <laughs> like that. I, I watched it. I know now. <laughs> I, I don't think the Haver and It's My Family album would have had that high quality that's promotional true. photos. This is the last thing I'll say about that photo, but... Like a that thing... photo really irritates me because it says like family and then like Astor's in it and Auntie Nelda and I'm like no they're not related and then Dr. Otto's there and I was like no Aren't definitely not look I like to make things make sense to my brain I and that photo do. is like a big punch in the groin <laughs> my brain groin your groin <laughs> it's a big punch in the groin rejected yeah uh, uh, well, now no. I'm gonna blame that photo for you not fully appreciating Haver and It's My Family album to the extent that you should. Yeah, that's fair. The expectations are a dangerous thing, sir. No, well, it just sort of like those sort of thoughts. You're making an Auntie Nelda face right now, and I don't know how to take it. But those sort of thoughts <laughs> I'm were. I'm just saying <laughs> that expectations are a dangerous thing. No, I mean those sort of thoughts were already swirling in my head just because my. Ernest spans, like, what, like, two decades? Yeah, about yeah. 17 years. There's, like, a lot of time for, like, different iterations of the characters, but also, oh, yeah. like, different sort of things kind of, like, develop and change, and it's all, like, a big jumbled mess, and I'm seeing things out of order, and I know you did, too, so it's... I don't know that the order helps, but out of order in the sense that Family Album is first. I think if you watch yeah. things chronologically, you can sort you of can track see... it a little bit easier. Yeah. Whereas I have, like, movie baggage from childhood, and I have movie baggage from... Right. Three years ago. I mean, you don't see a progression, like, you don't see continuity, but you see a progression of ideas. Correct. And a change in picture quality. <laughs> yeah. Like, all of the earnest and earnest related characters get jumbled in my head, and I don't really know where they exist in time and space. I mean, it's not that clear cut. Yes. It grows. Also, in terms of uh, chronology of Ernest, one of the things that I've started to kind of mentally track, and this is another thing that would have been easier if I had watched them chronologically is just the jokes that get repeated. You know, we talked about yeah. like, uh, don't worry about the girl. We, any one of us can whip the girl. Like uh -huh. that's a joke that comes back. Now's the time to strike at the soft underbelly of Tyson's Toyota. What about the salesman? Don't worry about the salesman. Any one of us can whip a salesman during the last 10 days. And I was thinking about this uh, in thinking about camp. I feel like the sort of exchange that scared guy and John Wayne guy have. Oh yeah, I'm scared. Yeah. Well, that ain't nothing to be ashamed of. We're all scared. You, sir? You're scared? It, it kind of reminds me of the exchange that, and I'm going to just say this sentence because it's a thing I need to say. Okay. It kind of reminds me of the exchange that the two paratrooper turtles say in Ernest Goes to Camp. Oh. Where the turtle is like, I'm scared, Sarge. We're all scared, scared, son. That's right. Like, in addition to having, like, gags that come back and characters that come back, there's also, and I'm the listeners can't see it, but I'm making, like, weird, like, sine waves with my hands as I say this yeah. because, of, like, it's Why? not, like, a consistent upward track. No. It, it, like, ebbs and flows. Occasionally there are ideas that come back. Yeah. Like, it's, there's these weird, like, it's more like there are echoes of jokes mm -hmm. that, like, they continue to echo throughout the rest of Ernest. Actually, like, in Ace Worrell's sketch, Ace, he's just standing there silently and then he reacts to nothing and he says did you hear something 
Boy, I sure did. Oh, yes. Which is something that Lonnie Don says in every Lonnie Don sketch in Haver and It's Ernest. That's true. In every one of his segments. Yeah. It's just like these weird recurring just little pieces. Like, like self-referential humor. Yeah. I like it, though. Again, to tie it into Haver and It's Ernest, that repetition becomes comforting. You know, you can see Ernest things, and we're going to go much further into time now once we do Jail and Scared Stupid and all the rest of them. And I feel like when those things do come back, yeah. I'm going to find it delightful and comforting. You'll recognize things. Yeah. That's the one thing that's kind of interesting with this podcast and talking at length about all these incarnations and also kind of going mostly chronologically. Mm -hmm. We're kind of like tracking the path of... A joke? Almost, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I, from like a film writing and from like a an idea and a performance kind of thing, it, I find it really interesting to watch the development of and see like, oh, they used that again, but in like a different context. And yeah. That's really interesting. It didn't work here, but it worked over here or it worked really well here. And then later they bring it back and it doesn't work quite as well. Like I find that really interesting from like a from like an auteur perspective, I guess. Well, yeah, like don't worry about the girl. Any one of us can whip the girl works a lot better than don't worry about the salesman. Any one of us can whip a salesman in the last 10 days. Interesting. See, I find that that joke works so much better for me in the salesman thing. What? Because it doesn't make sense. Like, the joke is that he's saying, what about the girl as if she's a threat? No, you know, I know. And that also the joke is that you're going to rescue the girl, not hurt her. Right. So, like, that also completely plays on, like, he's gotten it totally wrong. Like, that's why it's so absurd. But, like, the salesman, like, we have nothing, no context for the salesman. We're not there to rescue them. So, like, the joke is not, it sounds funny. But I, it, I wonder if I would have liked it more in the Ace World sketch if I had seen that first. You might have. It's interesting. It's, it's definitely more layered, but there's something about that joke in the context of Ernest going crazy in that, that ad. Yeah, I mean, that's one of my favorites. But I think I agree with you that it works better in the Ace World sketch. I just find it funnier as part of a funnier performance to me in that ad. Yeah, I mean, there's a different energy. Mm -hmm. You know what? It's weird. Like, we didn't really talk about at all, like, how considering that Hey Vern, It's My Family album came right off the ads. How does it compare to the 30-second spots that Ernest was doing? Like, how do the long-form things they did with these characters compare to 30-second Ernests? Well, I mean, and you said this, I think, on the uh, episode, but Ernest is kind of barely in Hey Vern's My Family album. And so you know what it makes me think? What's that? That maybe at the time, this is before they've been approached by Disney and everything, Right. I feel like at the time in their heads... Ernest could not be a long form character. Oh, that's interesting. They didn't interesting. even consider like, that. giving him like a long sketch. Right. Because to them, he's a 30 second thing. And these other characters will lend themselves to longer pieces, but not Ernest. Interesting. And you know, the way that Ernest is kind of utilized in Hey Vern, It's My Family album is to be like kind of, he's almost like the commercial breaks in the stories of. He's like a bumper. Yeah. He's interstitials. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's interesting. And that's how they thought of Ernest. And like, they didn't really see that changing. Yeah. When they thought about doing something long form, it wasn't featuring Ernest. And you know, when you think about camp and Christmas, Christmas mm -hmm. especially, he's still kind of serving that interstitial role. Like, A I think, little I think bit. This, Not this, so much. This may he's also... more support rather right. than an interstitial. Right. So you can almost track the progression of, okay, Ernest is an ad character. Mm -hmm. Then he's kind of like interstitials. Then he's kind of like a supporting role, even though it's his movie. Mm -hmm. And then once you get to jail... Like jail full on. might be the first fully this is a earnest movie. Yeah, it is. That's very interesting. Yeah, tracking the progression of Ernest as a as a, a focal point. Yeah, it's like a, a supplementary character to a supporting character to a lead character. Yeah. Huh. I never thought of that. No, me either. We're discovering things in this extra that 
fascinating. <laughs> Do you think we'll have a better segue into talking about Ernest Goes to Jail on the next episode? Our next episode will be Ernest Goes to Jail through no fault of his own. That's a very long subtitle. <laughs> it's a parenthetical. And that's like Frankenstein, parentheses, or the modern Prometheus. I guess it wouldn't really fit on like a marquee with any uh That's re- why brevity. they shortened it. Yeah. Well, thanks again for listening, listeners. See you next time for Ernest Goes to Jail. Yeah. Subscribe, follow, like, all the things on the social medias. We'll be back. Tell all your little gal friends <laughs> that we'll be back. Take care, everybody. Boogie. Don't make me climb the coconut tree I think I owe you an apology But ask anyone who grew up with me I'm not one to easily brew